I remember seeing a movie once where everyone sat around sweating like pigs. It was one of those depressing melodramas set in the godforsaken swamp somewhere in Louisiana, I think. Then everyone in the whole movie kept going on and on about the heat and waving fans in front of their faces. And yet nobody bothered to take off their clothes and go swimming. Or at least take a cold shower. It was on such a hot and sweltering day as the one in that movie that I sat behind my desk in my private office, leaning way back in my swivel chair and blowing a series of perfectly shaped smoke rings into the air above me. While I sat there and smoked, I entertained the thought of taking off my clothes, just as the characters in that movie should have done, only there were no bathing facilities handy. Not even a measly old stream or a babbling brook for me to stick my toes in. On the other hand, with my young blonde secretary just outside the office, I could think of something else to do if I would have shed all my clothing right then and there. I run a little private detective agency deep down in a swampy region of Birchwood, Rhode Island. Although I wasn't aware of any real honest-to-goodness swamps within the city limits, it might as well be, what with all the humidity in the air and all manner of slimy creatures that had suddenly crawled out of their holes and nests and seemed to be walking up and down the walls of my office and even up and down the walls of my cramped apartment, no doubt, at this very moment. I call my business Little because it consists of only me and my secretary, Linda Thorpe. Did I mention that she was young and blonde? Or that, even though she was a bit lacking in the brains department, Mother Nature had more than compensated for that deficiency in other ways? That is, whatever one might say about good old Linda, she was definitely a girl who was easy to look at even if she happened to be sweating like a pig. Or maybe, I should say, especially under such circumstances, considering how her blouse would cling to her body in such a way that her very generous proportions, shall we say, could be seen and appreciated in some very unique ways. With such outstanding attributes, it didn't bother me so much that her IQ was about the same level as that of a mentally challenged garden slug. After all, I hadn't hired her so she could entertain me all day with scintillating conversation or amazing facts about the solar system, for example. An occasional feel as she passed by my desk would do it for me, or even better, a long and lingering dalliance during those slow times in the late afternoon, when it would become obvious that no one was likely to drop in for an unscheduled appointment. So why not pass the time in such a mutually stimulating way? Plus, she had certain special talents and abilities, one might say, that could be experienced and savored only during those intimate encounters the two of us often engaged in. And I'm the guy who ought to know that better than anyone else, having made it all the way to home plate on the very first day she came to work under me, if you catch my drift. In other words, she was fairly good at everything she was required to be good at, as a secretary, but with the hormones taking control of her entire body at full force, she was truly in her element, man. If I'm beginning to come across as some kind of overactive sex fiend, the impression is totally intentional. I make no bones over the fact that I pride myself on being a man who puts his sexual prowess to full use. After all, why does a tree bear fruit if not to feed all the hungry people who wish to partake of it? And if my sex drive just happens to be a little more assertive and a little more demanding than your average, normal uninhibited male, well, I'm just lucky then, I guess. 
I came to work every weekday because there was something about making money that had a definitely positive effect on my adrenaline. But if I could have all the money I ever wanted by the time I turned 40, there would no longer be a Brett Cornell listed in the yellow pages. That sucker would be stretched out on 10 cushions with twice as many babes on hand, ready and eager to wear him down with their avid sexual energies. A dream, perhaps, and one that many people would scoff at and deem impossible to achieve. But look what happened to Cinderella and all those other flakes you used to read about way back when you were young and you thought your right hand was your best friend during those private times when you wished your parents and brothers and sisters would just evaporate so you could enjoy yourself all over the house if you wanted to.